Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to BonesCoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey everybody, welcome back to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast. With your handicapped host, James Cox. And I'm here with a great, great guy. Uh, he um, has his music played all over the world right now, as you know, as he told me before we recorded. Uh, so let me tell you about Tim McGeary. Did I say that right? McGeary? You did. Perfect. <laughs> yes, you did. Thanks. Right. Tim McGeary hails from Naples, Florida. Uh, Singer-songwriter born in, born in um, 1954. Um, yep. He's recorded three solo records. Using two aliases, uh, you, you, two using the alias Wonderful Johnson, and mm-hmm. third Tim McGeary, um, right. titled Secondhand Saint. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a long history in the '80s with the band The Rescue mm-hmm. on A and M Records, recorded in London with Tony Mansfield uh, as the producer, opening for bands like Duran Duran, Roxy Music, The Cure, and many more. Tim. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm doing great. That's what I'm doing. Uh, right. Things are really good. I am. I'm having such a great time. Um, I have uh, been doing a lot of music. Uh, 
uh, during COVID, because, you know, we'd go up to Nashville all the time, back and forth. Um, but, like, there a lot of places closed down, all the places where we do, like, writing and stuff. So I did a lot of Zoom stuff. So what I did is I worked on my studio chops, you know, and um, you know, took some lessons. And I have somebody that coaches me and stuff like that. And now I'm, like, producing people, other people. And after two years, I mean, there's so much more for me to learn. Right, you know yeah. I mean? you, never stop, you never stop learning. But, you Not know, with but, music. Uh, yeah, with music, music is like yeah. it's it's ever evolving and it's and and you're, and you're like okay, well I can do something with that sound that I never heard before, you know. I mean, every t- any time that you think that you know it all, you don't. It's time. Right. To, it's time. To, it's time to go away. Right. It's like like do something else because you know you know it never goes. Right. But it's you know I just love the power of music. You know, I was telling to somebody else the other day, and you know we've been we play some big crowds, but you know you get like fifty thousand people, right? And everyone has like different religions, different races, sexual identity, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're different, right? But when the music comes on, everybody's That's it. one. That's it. Everyone is locked into the music, and that is so powerful and spiritual. I mean, it's like, and you know, and like I had like shows like uh, last year we had shows in uh, Czech Republic and Germany, Scotland, and Portugal, and some of those ones were, you know, uh, they love American music, by the way, they love it. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, um. Uh, they were singing some things, and I and I think some of the people didn't actually know what they were singing, but they were singing with me. I had this one thing called three shots, and I had to sing two shots of gin, right? And so, and, and Czech Republic, and I knew out yeah. of the 30, 40 people that were in the room, it was like a house concert. Um, they, like maybe five actually spoke English. Everyone else is like they, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but they they all sang. Nice, like yeah, two yeah. shots of gin. Like yeah. Yeah. so, you know. Um, and that's the thing. It's like it's the connector. It's the thing that connects people. I mean, it's funny. Like when you get the like, I was a, I was, I don't know, uh, I was a paramedic here, and um, I was a flight medic. Of course, in a helicopter, and then they they had us go to fire school. So then I was a firefighter, paramedic, flight medic, did everything. Right. And um, so, and uh, I also, and um, with that, you know, it's it's funny. Like people they have these Alzheimer's patients. Like you know, have, but once once somebody starts playing some music, you know. All of a sudden, it's like you know um, uh, they, uh, they they remember. Yeah, they can remember lyrics to songs that they've never been able to you know remember before. You know, right. it's, it's, it's something in that brain that you know opens up. So that's great. And you know, and it's uh, but I've had like you know I've had a, a, a really good career. Um, I've had probably about I think I think thirty five forty people. I I haven't really counted lately, but that have cut my songs. One was William Shatner. You know, from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, uh, I, I, I think he talked through it, right? Because he talks through songs. He don't actually sing it, right? Yeah, yeah. He would do the talking. <laughs> yeah. and he, well, he did. He did a song with the guy, um, Jeff Cook from Alab- the band Alabama. Yes. Oh Jeff, my God, Alabama. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. and um and so what uh, William Shatner would do the talking part and the verses, and Jeff Cook would sing the choruses, yeah. and it was yeah, it was, and it was called Wrong Number. And the whole rest, of, the gist of the song was, that was, uh, that, yeah, he, he's, um, uh, every time death comes calling, I tell him it's wrong number, right? Which is pretty appropriate Which for a guy pretty, who's 90. Right. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so okay, that was pretty fun. Right. Um, but, I, you know, I have, a, I just got, you know, two more cuts. Cash Creek did a song, Big Dad Love Song, Barefoot Joe did one, Bad Day Not To Be Here. That was cool. Um I'm getting my songs like you know they're they're playing played all over and I got a lot of radio stations around the world that are playing it so a bunch of different songs like some are more because I write a <laughs> bunch of different genres I don't like I mean I I love good songs they can be country they can be rock they can be pop they can be R and B you know whatever it doesn't matter when they're good they're good and it's like you know yeah and um uh, and I've been luckily 
you know, able to play with some people on stage, like which is um this guy Gary Hannon, he wrote um uh, the killer makes your clothes fall clothes uh, the killer makes your clothes fall off that you know that song that Garth Brooks, you know, that one. Yeah, right. That uh uh and um so and what's hat and so he had these songs and so I was like on the stage with like um Richie McDonald from Lone Star. So it was like Gary and me and Richie, you know, and it's like and we did a bunch of shows and Daryl Worley um, Dave Gibson, you know, was wrote a bunch of, you know, when ships come in, like really good. I mean, I've, I've been on the stage with some really fine writers and performers and it, it's, it's cool because I, you know, it makes me up my game. You know what I mean? Like if I see somebody that's good, like, it's like, wow, I better like get my A game on because, right. you know, I'm sitting next I'm to them and I'm the, boys, and I'm the next right? one to sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and what they do a lot of time, um, they, what they do is like, I don't know if you've been to like a Nashville round, but you like, you get three people on stage and then everyone take, you know, you sing, then he's saying that and this goes right. around like that, you know, right. and it's sort of cool because everyone has like different styles and different voices and people like it because you're not bored with one guy singing the whole time, yeah. you know, and then, you know, and, you, and then also like with these, you tell a little bit of the story of the song, you know, like where it comes from, you know, how it started, you know, I have this one song, um, it's on my secondhand say, it's called Feed That Dog. Well, a friend of mine got married, you know, and, um. And he's, you know, he's a country guy and it's, he's got this old country grandma. She's like 90 years old. And so she gets up, you know, she gets a, a little walker, gets up to the new bride. She's like, now, darling, she goes, you want to have a long and happy marriage? And of course, like new bride said, well, yes, ma'am, I do. He goes, well, honey, I'm going to tell you the secret. She goes, well, what is it? She goes, you got to be good to your man because you don't feed the dog at home. He'll be digging in the trash. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, I wrote that right down. Feed that dog. Feed that dog. So, yeah. And so I wrote it with a, a, a really good songwriter, like a big hit songwriter, the guy Buddy Brock, who's written things for Kenny Chesney and wrote mm-hmm. Watermelon Crawl and all kinds of great you know, country yeah. classics. So, and I called him up and because I, uh, I got a connection. I said, Buddy, I said, here's the story. And he goes, Tam? He goes, he goes, he goes, I've been writing country songs for 35 years. I ain't never heard that. You got to come up. We're writing that thing right today. So we wrote it. So, and that's, and that's on my CD. So yeah, it's, you know, you you get things like that. Then I have another song. It's more of a rock song. It was called, I was there for you. And I had a friend of mine that was in a bad vehicle accident. He wasn't really hurt, but uh, the person that hit him was this young kid. And it was like, you know, uh, high on drugs and alcohol. It was like wasted. And it was going about 140 miles an hour mm. on a micro- on a motorcycle yeah. and hit his front fender. And when it hit him so bad, the guy, the kid was decapitated. So it was like, so Ooh. this guy had this terrible PTSD about it. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't, he wasn't even moving. He was just sitting there waiting to make a right-hand turn. You know what I mean? And the guy came over and, and hit the front. So, and, um, and so he had, he had a lot, and he's, he's a great guitar player too. He's playing some famous bands. So, I won't say his name, but yeah, he's I'm doing great him. now. But yeah. so I, the thing is, I called him every day, and we saw, you know, and so because I know for being a paramedic, because we had a thing called critical instant stress debriefing, and what it would do is if you had a bad call, you know, you had counsel come in, and the thing is just to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, you know, get it out there, 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 and so you know, um, yeah. So the thing is, and so I did that, and then that's the song's about. So you, so you know, you never know where the song's going to come from. Right, you know? exactly. Um, I have a song called "Hold On." Uh, yeah, I don't know if you in my history, but I lost my 18 year old son in a car accident oh. 17 years ago. It was on uh, May 7th, and um, but I'll tell you a beautiful story. Yeah. So about 10 days after our the celebration of life, 
went outside and this single white flower grew up. Now we had been in our, our house 12 years. So we knew what grew in your, you know, you know, what grows in your yard. You know yeah. what I mean? Pretty much <laughs> no surprises. Pretty much what you want, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, but we never saw that flower before and it, and it, and it rained and it was right in this path where we had a giant schnauzer. I don't, I don't know if you've seen a giant schnauzer, but they're like 110 pound schnauzer, about the size of a great thing. They're huge. Right. So, and he right. would run outside the door to try to catch squirrels. So there was a path, right? And he, it grew right in that path. And so, and this dog would run through anything. But when it got to the flower, it ran around it. We're like, whoa, okay, that's different. So um, a couple of days later, my wife went out and the original flower closed up and there was five white flowers just like the first one. So she went to call me. And uh, when she got to the phone, the nurse from the organ donation called and the phone picked it up. She said, I just want to tell you that five lives were saved from your son's gift. Wow. You know, so I mean, yeah. So I mean, yeah. So we've had you know some really spiritual things, and you know, and I mean, and it's you know, there's always a hole in your heart, and you know that. Yeah. But there's joy in our house. There's joy in our lives now, you know. And um, and um, you know, of course, we miss them and say like, what kind of person? What kind of man would he be today? You yeah. know, he would, you know. But um, you know that you you, you live in. So I I guess I've been through some stuff. Um, thirty seven <laughs> yeah. years clean and sober. Nice. Okay. Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah. Hell well, yeah. Go on. Go on tour with Billy Idol for 40 dates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <laughs> back in the day. We were bad uh, back then. Okay. So, uh, well, yeah. well, 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 I think everybody was because in my 20s, I'm 43 years old right now. My 20s, okay. I used to party hard, you know, with with Ron Prince. And so, I, so I understand, you know, partying can get, get you. Uh, uh, it's a fun time for, 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 for then, but it's like, I don't want to, you know, it's like consequences later on in life is not very good, you know. Yeah, no. Well, I had, I had just, I had, I just lost two friends, yeah. one to fentanyl yeah. and one to alcohol. Oh, I mean, it's, the one guy, alcohol, was like this actor that was in tons of movies and TV shows. Just the nicest guy. We've written, I don't know, maybe twenty songs, maybe twenty five songs together. You know, yeah. Um, and uh, drank himself to death. Mm, and it's just damn. like you know, put the bottle to his head and pull the trigger, and it just you know crushed me. And then my other friend that was like a great musician, you know, it was. He'd been on, you know, the AGT and The Voice and all that stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, Phenomenal and, you know, lead singer of some of these big rock bands and just an incredible genius, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Died of fentanyl. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, God, come on. So I just, you know, I just, you know, I, but the thing is, I'm grateful for my, my, uh, my, my addiction. And everyone goes like, yeah. what? Like, are you crazy? But no, because I'm clean now 37 years. Right. So the thing is for me is like, I've helped a lot of people. Yes. Because they say, well, well you know, yes, how yes. do you know? Because if I didn't go through it, how would they even think, you know, like, well, you don't know what it's like. Oh, I know exactly oh, what yeah. it's like. <laughs> 30, I went to two rehab. <laughs> right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. The first one didn't work very well. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, I would have had like 39 years clean. Okay. But I started, I started drinking again and then I, you know, went out and my, but my, my cocaine was my, 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 my go-to. Yeah. So, and so I was, that's that's why I haven't touched anything now. I don't I don't drink and nothing. You know what I mean. Good, good. But my life is great, and uh, you know, and we you know we've been through. You know, this is through the death of my son. I was down here and I lost a business, so we were homeless. And my wife and I, and I was working two jobs, sleeping you know maybe three hours a day between two cook jobs. But one of the cook jobs, uh, the waitresses were going to EMT school, mm. and I went, oh. I could probably do that. I'm the oldest of 10 kids. So I've always right. taken care of people, right? So I thought, okay, I could do that. Well, the rest is history, you know? Yeah. And uh, I worked really hard. I did a ton of overtime to get my retirement up there. And, uh, you know, it worked. And so now, 
you know we uh we were pretty comfortable and all i got to do is music and me and my wife and i just moved my middle daughter um uh and when ian hit they lost everything their house got you know flooded and right. they lost their car and so they they were here for nine nine months and then all what happened was uh we, we were good after that it was awesome because we had a um uh i, I just drove them up to philadelphia and they got an apartment up there so it was a long drive home though yeah 20 hours in the car by yourself is a long drive home but i was i was telling my wife i go she's like you're supposed to stop off and i go, i know but i stopped at waffle house and got an all-american breakfast and i had a couple cups of coffee and i was wide awake i was like okay well i don't know if i want to spend 150 on a hotel to sleep for six hours i'll just i'll just power and you know yeah. at that time of night when it's like one two three and four in the morning there's no one on the road Right. You know, you put your, you're on the highway, cruise control, go. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and a lot of times when I'm in the in the in the car because I'm a songwriter, my brain never stops singing about thinking about songs or melodies. Right. So yeah. all of a sudden I'm like my brain's going. I'm like da da da. Oh yeah, I got my little memo. Ba 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 ba. You know, I got this lyric or I got this melody. And I just I sing it to the phone and yeah. you can record it. Yeah. So because that's a, that's the curse about uh, being a songwriter. You know, the thing is. It's the, it's a blessing and a curse. The blessing is you can write a song that can connect with people. The curse is you can never turn it off. Exactly. It just it just never turns off. It's just I'm on. All, my wife's like, do you ever stop thinking about music? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, like, I I knew it before you even said the word no because okay. So <laughs> so one thing I want to go back on and that that you said before, which was pretty powerful to me, was uh, which is our motto is uh, you said something about the power of music. And oh yeah. Our model here is fighting depression with the power of music, you know. That's right. So yeah, I mean, go so, ahead. So my question to you, to you is um you just told us some tragedies you you've experienced in life with like your son and friends. Mm-hmm. So the I don't I don't want to get in your business totally, but um I have depression, okay? And mm-hmm. and uh, do you have depression or are you? I mean, like, because I don't want to dig deep into your life like that. But that's okay. Yeah. No, um, I'm a pretty much of an optimist. Okay. No matter what. Okay. You know what I mean? Be, the I mean re- do the, I have low points? Sure, you do. Every, right. Yeah. Everyone doesn't. Not no one's like happy all the time. No, you know no what one I mean? can. That's be, not yeah, reality. Yeah. yeah, you need to be no. sad sometimes. But, you know, like, I mean, and you know, and if I had. Right. And I've had some low points, but you know what I mean? But, and my wife's, and she can sort of tell like sometimes like, you know, I don't eat, like I'm eating more but the things I shouldn't be eating and, and I'm just quiet, you know, and, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And it happens yeah. once in a while, but yeah. it happens rarely now because I have so, because of music. Music's cathartic. It is. You know, is. I mean, it can really like, I mean, I write some songs, you know, that when I'm writing them, I'm crying. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I'm, when I'm writing them, they make, make me cry. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. Like, this, See, this that's, is really... That's, we wrote this song called I'm Gonna Say... Oh, go, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, we wrote this song called, uh, called I Can Save You, and it's about a firefighter who dies in a fire, right? And, of course, that's really close to my heart. But, like, there was three of us writing it, and we're writing this song, and all three of us were crying. We're like, what the heck? And Because, like, these guys were like... I never cried writing a song. You know, they said like, what's I just, and then, but that song got us. Uh, so we, so we won like first place on this, uh, uh, some kind of, it was a festival for us for that song. And the, and the, and the prize was 
a demo at um, uh, Laird Studios, which is a really good studio, really nice studio, you know, in, in Nashville. So, but we had a time limit, so we had to write this song, and I had this idea called I Will, and because we I've been working with some um, some vets and stuff like that, we're going through you know PTSD and all that kind of stuff, and so we were helping them, and we used to put a show together, like you know the VFW would get a guy, and he would like he's, he's having a hard time, so we put a show together, and the other show we'd hand him like three four grand. Here we go, you see four thousand, pay your rent, get your car fixed, whatever you needed, Damn. and you know the guy really appreciated, it. but. So, and that song was, it's beautiful. And so that's getting shot right now. You know, I think uh, Alison Krauss got a copy and uh, Trish Yearwood, stuff like that. There's a guy shopping a pretty heavy, to some heavy people that gets it to him. So it's a beautiful song though. And this guy, Jeffrey, he sang it for us um, as a demo singer. He's really good. He's written some songs for like a Rascal Flats. He's a really good, great songwriter and artist himself. And, uh, you know, and I met him one time because uh, there's a, songwriting festival down here called the island hopper festival it's in new york and sanibel beach and uh, captiva and uh, i've been doing that for the, it's a, a bmi thing and uh, I, and he was there i go oh jeffrey i mean i want to thank you so much for singing that song because you know it just and he goes um it's easy to sing that kind of when you have a good song you know it's like oh, it's a great song it's like it's great to sing and he really like he likes singing it so we're like wow so that was cool but i mean those are, you know those are the kind of things like you know where they come from you know like just like life things um, hold on is about like the, the day after somebody passes away that, you know, that you're, you know, what's the, what's the next day going to be like, you know what right. I mean? How am I going to do it? Yeah. You know, and it was going to go like, time will heal all wounds. Shut up. I don't, you, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I don't want, you know, no one wants to hear that. Music heals all wounds, <laughs> you know, kind of sort of. Well, it does. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I have, uh, you know, there's things that I have that, songs that I have that like, you know, they're about that. There's one called Miracles and that talks about the five flowers, you know, right, I mean, yeah. you know, this, this guy yeah. sang it and it was cool. The guy that sang it is a, is a Christian artist. He's a piano player, but he's blind. Mm -hmm. So when he sang the lyrics, he was reading them in Braille as he sang. Wow. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I think it was like, that's the coolest, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, he's super, oh, he's, you know, ta super talented. So, you know, it was, it was an honor to have him do it. So, I mean, like, you know, and, um, and that's the thing, and I, you know, and I, I, you know, I just the other day I had this. There's a song called "American May." I don't know if the Caden sent that one to you or the church. I don't think he did. Right no, now. not yet. Yeah. So I just had another another interview, and the lady puts this video on of "American May." And there's, this, there's all these pictures. It's like, and I go at the end of it, I go, "Hey, thank you so much for putting that video together." She goes, well, "I didn't do that." I what? Yeah, somebody just did it. Like what? It's on your YouTube channel. What? <laughs> somebody just like, they heard, I did a song in like in a, in a station in uh, Wyoming mm -hmm. and somebody heard the song, he loved it. And he put, put a whole video together with it. Like, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like, and all these pictures of me, I'm going, where do you get them pictures from? <laughs> I didn't take those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but I think, you know, what, not, what how cool that is that is, right? I mean, it's like, this guy is like, you know, you know, stuff like that. I'm also very spiritual. You know, I right. have this, uh, tattoo it's like it says um be the feather on the breath of god oh, nice. you know what i mean which yeah. i love you know yeah. and then i have this other one's called 26 and 12 right mm -hmm. and a lot of people think that's a psalm thing i go no it's not a psalm thing i go nothing wrong with songs but i'm just no, saying right. <laughs> but this is it's basic as a songwriter we have 26 letters right in the alphabet and we have 12 notes that's it different octaves right but 12 notes c to c you know that's it so you think about that's like, whoa, and that's and that's our palette. 
that's what we get to work with. Mm -hmm. So now write a song with the melody, you know, with within those 12 notes and using these 26 letters. I mean, if you think you go to a library with a million books, they're all written with 26 letters and they're all different. Right. It's pretty cool, right? Right. Yeah. It's like, I never thought of that. Somebody show me that one. I'm going to get, wow. That's (laughs) mind blown, right? Yeah. 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 So, but, um, no, I, you know, I, uh, I, you know, I love music and I, you know, and I, I love to be, you know, uh, help people like i do like a lot of young songwriters and stuff you know we had one time we had a and these are kind of things too i tell when you go out there and sing you always bring 100 percent, always always yeah. you know who's going to be there yeah. so I, I a friend of mine um had a show and it was in a small town and he says listen i need somebody to close the show out i mean it's like sort of an open mic thing can you come out and i go yeah i'll be there now i had written three songs that day three different co-writes now Ask anybody who does co-writes. After like the second one, you're pretty spent. After the third one, your brain you're is gone. <laughs> I mean, like you're like you're like, oh man. Right. But you know, I promised him I'd be there, and I'm like the kind of person, a man of my word. If I'm going to do something by this time, you I'm going to get it done. Right. And I said I was going to be so good. So we play about six, seven songs. You know, we were, so we're all done. PA goes off, guitars on our back, and we we're about to, we're just getting we're stepping off the stage, and. Seven women and a guy come in, and they go, "Hey, we really want to hear music." I'm like, oh man, okay, okay. Tell you what, I'm not going back on the PA. Right. I said, just let, let's get your chairs in a little semicircle. And so I played them a bunch of songs. And when I was finished, I had one CD left, and I said, "Well, listen, I'll give this to you." You know, she goes, "Thank you so much." And it goes, and I, and I didn't. And she goes, "I didn't tell you, but I work for Luke Bryan." So what song do you want me to pitch from the CD to Luke? Everyone. <laughs> so, 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 you know, what I'm saying is like, you know, like the thing is you never know you're going to play from. I right, think yeah, at least yeah, you one never of the, know. One of the, the first, one of the first shows they had, there was a giant snowstorm. So when they played, four people showed up, four, right? Mm-hmm. And they played, you know what I mean? But one of those four was like the biggest DJ in New York. Yeah. And when he heard Roxanne, he goes, that's a hit song. No, you never know. And the rest is yeah. his, the rest is history. Yeah. So there you go. So I mean, you know, I mean, so that's the moral of the story. So I, and I work with a lot of young artists, you know, that you know they're new and stuff like that. So I said, listen, every time you go out, you know, what I mean, you be there on time, you do your show, hundred percent, one hundred ten percent, you bring it every single time because right. you don't know who's going to be out there. You know what I mean? And and if you, and it could be, and it could be an opportunity for you. And that's why I'm like spreading these songs all over the planet because I don't know who's going to listen to it. You know, yeah, I've had somebody might pick it up, you know, and make it, yeah. make it their own, I, you know. Yeah. And I've had like a lot of songs on TV shows and stuff like that, like Smallville, One Tree Hill, Glory Days, and a bunch of other ones. So the thing is, you know, I have, um, uh, that's another whole thing. That's a whole nother ball of wax. It's a different style of writing. You can't, like, American Made is what, when I, when I wrote that song, I was about there, when I first went to Nashville, like, you know, I think, I'm a songwriter. I, I have records. I know what I'm doing. Right. Dude, I was totally schooled. <laughs> I was yeah. like, son, let me show you. But I had some really nice people. I hum- I humbled up, you know. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, you had, and, yeah. Uh, they, and they taught me a lot of stuff. And they always have this thing called, they say, furniture in the room. And that is like, you know, visual stuff. And when I wrote this song called American Made, like I just, I do the first verse. It's the smoking pipes of a Harley and the rumble that they make. The laughter of a child, your first July parade. You're at a baseball domin on a hot summer night, and you got a hot dog and an ice cold beer, and you're singing the national anthem as you're holding back a tear. You can see all that stuff. Right. Yeah. 
You can yeah. see the mo- you can see the kid laughing. You can see the hot dog and the beer and the you know the, and you know you know singing I mean, the national anthem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I I don't remember. I, I don't know if you're well. Yeah, you're around when Whitney Houston. You know, went after the tower and she sang that national. I cried, yeah. man. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that just like I never heard anybody sing it like that. Right. It was like it really touched me. Yeah. And I and between you and me, I hate singing that song because. I'm so afraid of screwing up the lyrics. <laughs> and I, think, I had to do it a I few times. Every, like, ah! I think everybody <laughs> is, but um, speaking of the national, I, th- I don't think it's national. It might be um, um, America the Beautiful, but um, if you watched the the past Super Bowl, Chris Stapleton right. did a great job of, of like of the, 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 the national anthem. Did, right. Did, did oh, you yeah. watch this? And I'm sure, I mean, the bit like, like, like the, and I'm sure he was he was frightened too, you know, because like, cause everybody's right. like kind of weary about the song, you know. What if I mess up, you know? Well, that's one song. That's one song you really can't mess up at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I think the national should be America, the beautiful yeah. four space. That's like a national. That, that would be. be. But the other one's like you know, like <laughs> yeah. Oh, say can you see? Uh, it's like yeah. it's like ah, it's yeah. it's a hard song to sing, you know, oh, yeah. and you. And yeah. you better start it low because you're going to have to hit you're some notes, go, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you know, you, and you don't want to Roseanne bar it, you know what I mean? No, <laughs> God, yeah. I think she, she did that on purpose. There's no way she could, you know, she could oh, not do that on purpose. But um, I know. I want to so. talk to you about some things though. Um, I'm looking at your um SoundCloud and you have seventy something songs on there. So I just want to go through some of them. Um, it's a great big world. Um, reminds mm-hmm. me of a Phil Collins Genesis Genesis vibe. Um, yeah. When you were writing that song, did you think did you, was was Genesis and Phil Collins like well, an inspiration <laughs> for that song? Because mm-hmm. I have I wrote, I wrote that with my friend Casey Timmer. Okay. And, and he wrote um, uh, Kelsey Bellarini, uh, one of her big hits. Yeah. And um, he's a really good writer, and he's a friend of mine. And uh, and the whole thing is like you know it's a great big world because like you know some people like you know some people are like in a, living in a box and someone's got a new penthouse yeah you know someone's right. got a broken down car and somebody just bought a new one yeah. somebody just you know someone's retiring and, and saying a grandchild and someone's having their first baby and it was just a thing is like you know there's so many people you know to be open you know what I mean yeah this whole like anti woke thing is like we're number That's one stupid I mean, yeah it woke is. Basically, it was from the black culture like 20 years ago, and it was just the word was just to be aware, to have empathy. Right. But they sort of, you know, sort of like made it like it's like this awful thing, you know, because I mean, and you know, and I know, there's some crazy people on the right and crazy people on the left. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? we're all crazy. And, <laughs> and who not. gets the most attention? You know what I mean? Right. They do. Yeah. But most people are in the center. I had this guy in Texas one time, an old guy. He's like, Tim, he goes, I won't tell you now. He goes, you need the right and the left because you can't fly a plane with one wing. It will never get off the ground. Right. And I go, yeah, exactly. Because there's good points in the left and there's, you know, crazy points. There's good points in the right and there's bad points. Right. So the thing is, let's get all the good points. What's good for everyone. And the thing is, most people are good. Yeah. That, you know, that's another thing. People like, you know, because they, they, you watch, because when you watch the news, it's all, bad, show, it's all bad stuff. And you're like, okay, what bad's taking over? No, it's not. And it's, no. it's not. I mean, right, yeah. I, I, I did a show, and this guy's brother used to work for CBS, uh, you know, a news channel, you know, uh, national. His whole job was to find awful stories. 
for 20 years. Every worst story you could ever find. That's and then he'd bring yeah. in, you know, so. But I was going to say, like, you know, I worked, <clears throat> I was with the DMAT team, which is Disaster Medical Assistance Team, when the towers fell. So we we worked and we we stayed at, the, we were on ground zero for two weeks. Right. You know, helping firefighters and steel workers. Yeah, that's like that. probably, yeah. And um, so the thing is, uh, there were so many random acts of kindness. And yeah. we were there, you know, for weeks and it was the last day before we were going to leave home. It was the Columbus Day Parade. And there was 900 people from the state of Oregon that said, we love New York. Right. You're our brothers and sisters in America. We're going to come to your city. They all flew out there. I, know, I think the logistics are putting 900 people on planes. Oh, right. <laughs> they flew out to New York and they sit there and they, you know, they, they went out to restaurants and bought and, you know, and they marched with us in the parade. Now, you never heard about that. Right. But how cool is that? Yeah, that right. you know that citizens just said, "Hey, we're going to." Then, like we went to, I worked with the, the people in Katrina, and we were going to we were going to New Orleans with the DMAT team, and they said, "Listen, we're going to send you to San Antonio, to Kelly Air Force Base. We have five thousand people out there, right. and you need to go there because they have no medicine, they have nothing. So you know, and and, and we had like a mass unit, like we had like everything. We we had um, a pharmacy and everything, right? So. We were still, we, it was a two day trip because we were in trucks and they don't go that fast. So we're at this hotel and there was about 20 families there, right? That had no more money. Some guy came by and goes, here's my visa. I will pay for all these people to stay here till they find a place to go. Mm. Did you ever hear about that? Mm. No. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, you know, and then, and then, there's, then there's this funny stuff too. Like we just, we had, a, there was to get to San Antonio, we had to go on that route 10, right? Yeah. And there was a chemical spill. So there's a truck driver. And we didn't, and he said, listen, I know a way around it. You know, it's good. Uh, it's going a hundred miles out of his way to show us, but, <laughs> right. but so we're sitting, getting gas for the trucks or, you know, and, uh, there's across the street, there's all these like roosters in these cages and it was just, it's a farm thing, but it was a, it was a, there was a club there, like, you know, a nightclub. And I said, I go, what's with that, that, that club over there? And he goes, Tim he goes, that's a really, really bad place. When you go in there, they ask you if you got a gun or a knife. And if you don't have one, they give you one. It's like, All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so, I mean, wow. that's cool. But so many, yeah. but I could tell you so many. And even with Ian, you know, here in my daughter's neighborhood where they were, the, everyone's house was ruined. You know, it's just like yeah. the, the, the water was like, you know, four or five feet in. So everything in your house was gone. And there was these groups of young young adults coming in. Hey, do you need to pull your stuff out to the curb? You know, like the, your, your, all your soap and all stuff was ruined to help you move your stuff. Uh, people coming in with water and fruit and sandwiches for anybody that, you know, because it was, you had no refrigeration, right? And then the church around the block had hot meals for everyone in the neighborhood. And see, and that's what we do as Americans when I love about our country. When seem, things seem to go the worst, we are at our best. Yes, we are. You know, but we just need to do it all the time. Let's be our best. I have friends that like, look, I'm pretty liberal, okay? I'm a musician, all right? I have friends that are like really right wing, you know, big Trumpers and stuff. We're still friends. Oh, yeah. We still talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? I don't yeah. hate I don't hate anybody for like for their political whatever. Who cares? You know what I mean? Right. You know, because the way you treat me and the way you know, and we respect each other. And I respect them for like, you know, what they do. I you know, I don't understand it, but I get it. Yeah. Okay, so and <laughs> yeah. but yeah. but I but but and I think that's what we need to do. We need to have like discourse. And yeah. and but they and the news and all this stuff is it they're just they're they're using it to polarize people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But most people are good. They had a thing one time, they had like a thousand people, and they said, if you found a wallet with money in, what would you do with it? 
and 96 97 percent of people said oh i'd return it to the owner yeah which is right thing to do right which is most <laughs> people do the right thing yeah right and so yeah. so and that and so we have to remember that because we don't you know we don't remember that so you know and so because yeah, i always look at it as news and what did they promote bad stuff you know and that's why yeah I, well that's why I, well, I i refuse to have a a, a cable in my house because i mean i with me in depression, it just burns my depression here about bad stuff all all the time, you know, and I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, but, but if and there's and there's so many good things. People like so many random acts of kind. I can tell you over and over and over, like you know, tons of them that I that I've witnessed myself. Yeah, you know, in these situations. So most people are good. So I just want to tell you that. So don't be depressed about that. Because <laughs> oh, we're okay. Yes, we're sir. okay. Yes, we're sir. okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> we are. So, we are. We're and, okay. Um, you know, I mean, and the thing is, like, you know, like so, like and. And and that's one thing that like you know like music can do. And music can you know, hey, music can make you laugh, make you you know, uh, make yeah. make you cry, make you you know feel horny. I don't know, you know, whatever. Like you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And uh, that's the power of it, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, and that's why like you, we need music. We, we need do. music. Yeah. You know, I mean, people need it. I mean, how many times like you know, you have a song. There's a like, song like you hear that song, and you got this really good memory. Oh yeah. That was really fun. We're driving to so and so, you know, or you know what I mean. Or my friends, we were rocking out to something. I mean, there's always like stuff like that. Um, you know, I've had like, um, I mean, I've had a really good ride. You know, we did the record in England and stuff like that. But Rescue, I was also in a band called Neighbors and Allies before that. And and I'll tell you a cool Bowie story. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they had um uh, uh, we were we were roadie for a guy named Richard Hell and the Voidoids, right? And he was like sort of a punk band. So we used to do the roading for him. And we just said, Richard, if we can, and, and, and there's a club in New York called CBGB's. I don't know if you heard of that. It was a famous yes, rock club. Yes, yep. It was terribly, times. it was beat to the bone, but it just okay. sounded good. Right. And, it, and everyone played there. So we, um, we told Richard, and they used to do a thing, you'd play Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. So we said, Richard, if you let us open up for you Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, you know, all three nights, okay, and uh, we will roadie for free and you can have the whole door. And he's like, really? I mean, you work for free and I can have, and all the money I comes to me? Yep. Okay. So we, so we play Thursday night, we get off stage and we get off and he's like, uh, like you guys are like really good. Like he thought, <laughs> yeah. he thought we we're going to be like terrible. Like <laughs> oh, no. his band was getting nervous. Right. So, but we finished, we do Thursday night and Jimmy Destry, the keyboard player for Blondie was there. They were friends and they were sort of came together talking. He has that whole group. Yeah. And um, so Friday night we finished our set, and we had a guy that was from a band, uh, a term, uh, like a manager guy, a tour manager for a band called Magazine out of Scotland, and he was staying at our band house for a couple of days. And he said, "I'll do the roadie for you because David Bowie's out there and wants to meet you." And we're, we're like, "What? David Bowie wants to meet us?" We're like, huh, like five year olds in short pants, like <laughs> you know, we're like, "Oh my god!" So the coolest guy, so nice, you know, and and I. I, I have other people that know him too, but oh, yeah, yeah, looked yeah. into that. But yeah. so we just sat down, gave him some beers. You know, we're talking, we're talking music and culture and all that kind of stuff. Just, just, and he and he's sort of sussing you out. You know, and he's like, what's you know, he turned to me, he goes like, you just want to be a rock star, and I go, guilty. Yep. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, I, I, I was, I, you know, back then I was, you know, young and stupid, but yeah. Um, so, but the cool thing is, so at the end of the night, um, you know, he he's leaving. And he asked the doorman, he goes, what is that opening band getting paid? And they go, oh, they're not. And he goes, yeah, they are. He took $900 out of his wallet and paid us. Nice. Now, okay. cool. Yeah. Now, 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 I know it's like $900, like, but this is like in 1979. When that was a lot of money. 
that was a lot of money back yeah, then yeah and they just yeah and how cool was that so so i'm one of the few people that said david bowie paid for me to play <laughs> so, who else could say know, that right i mean who could say that right yeah, so, right but yeah. you know but um very nice you know it's just and i've heard some other people that know him and been in situations and it's, and it's always the same thing total gentleman loves creativity you know what i mean hard worker you know focused i mean just yeah and you know so uh, I, I, it's sad that he he left you know yeah. when he did yeah. but it was the way he did it when didn't tell anybody about him being sick is a typical way he would do it yeah. he would just it's private it's my family yeah that's you know? the way that uh, um that norm mcdonald went out you know the comedian he didn't tell anybody that he had cancer and nope oh, he's but, not here anymore yeah. either so yeah so I think like, I think that they wanted to not because when you put that like like I have I, I I have some kind of cancer out there in the public everybody goes crazy everybody and I don't think that that, that they wanted all that attention you know at, at the worst worst part of their life you know what I'm saying right yeah, yeah. I I mean uh, that's why I think they had this thing with David Bowie they go. Well, what do you think it's like to be a rock star, you know, and, and, and married to a supermodel? He goes, he goes, how do you like your life? He goes, I don't know. I'm a rock star. I'm married to a supermodel. It, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. Does it get better than that? I mean, come on, you know. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, we, um, as a songwriter, there's, there's something cool about because right now, like, everyone's got a phone, like, you know, so... To be a songwriter, I like, I, you know, I, I play live, you know, and I do yeah. stuff like that. Um, but, you know, no one really knows who I am unless, you know, like you're going to, you're a person come to see me. Um, yeah. But <laughs> but there's like guys like Jeffrey Steele. Now, Jeffrey Steele written tons of number one hits, tons, right? Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, millions of dollars he's made. Right. Phenomenal guitar player, great singer, you know what I mean? If he walked into a play, you never know who he is, you know what I mean? I know the guys that, you know, wrote some big song. One guy, like, you know, and uh, they made $11 million from one song. Right. $11 million. Well, one, one song. One, wow. And they and they were the writers. They oh, weren't God. the performers. <laughs> they just wrote it. They stayed home. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they can go anywhere. And, but think about, like, if you're famous and, and everyone has a video, right? Yeah. And you have a scratch in an inappropriate place. Mm, and you're scratching your inappropriate place. Yeah. And they click, oh, look yeah. at him. Yeah. Tim McGarry, the ball scratcher. Great, man. Like, <laughs> Dude, it, it, it's terribly to be famous today. I mean, it's like yeah. so hard, you know? And, you know, because you got crazies out there and all that kind of stuff. So now I mean, that you mentioned that, I want to ask you this question because I know you've seen it, you know, um, at, at, at one of your, at, pick, pick any concert. You'll see like 14,000 phones up in here recording you, you know? How do you feel about that? That people aren't like actively participating in what you're doing. They're just so focused on getting like the next big video concert. You know, they're not paying attention to you. How do you feel about that? Well, um, because on one hand, because on one hand, that's good. I mean, they'll take it back home to their friends and be like, oh my God, look at this guy. You gotta check this guy out. You know, he's, he's great. Tim, Tim McGreevy, you know. But, now, but, now, but on the other hand, it's it's like a social media world now that you, that you cannot get rid of the phone at all. And that makes me mad most times, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think for me, it's like, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, Okay. You know, for me, I'm so focused because I'm also producing other people, right? Right. So I do my own music, and then I produce other people. So I do both. 
So for me, uh, it doesn't like I don't care. Like you know, I don't. Uh, I like playing live. It's fun. Right. You know what I mean? Because I love you know I like I like people. Yeah. I like meeting people. I love people. I like yeah. meeting you. Yeah. You know right. I mean? yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and so and the thing is so and we talk and you know we get to know each other and what I like about like like. I mean, I've done twenty five thousand seaters, you know, and big giant shows for two years. After we got signed, you know, we, you know, we went out like for two years and was only five to twenty five thousand seaters for two years in a row. Yeah, big shows, you know, and it was fun. But I will tell you, I actually enjoy the house concerts with like thirty, forty people. You sit in a room. I do a private concert in their house, and I talk to them, and I meet them, and we <coughs> become friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, and yeah. It's not yeah. just fans. You become like friends you know what i mean like right. you know and so and how cool is that so and that's a real connection and so and that's that's what i love i mean somebody said like well, how long are you going to do it for how long are you going to be singing well i sing till like i guess i can't you know what i mean yeah. and but right now i think it's funny because i'm older but my voice is better than it's ever been right it, it's it, like it i don't matured. know what happened yeah. but I, maybe it's just me singing all the time yeah. i sing every day every day like i do a warm-up Good. Good. so and uh, I do a lot of live streaming shows. Like, you know, I do one on, uh, on this tomorrow on uh, the music club on Facebook. If you want to go, you can watch me do live. Yeah. Um, and I do a lot of that stuff. So, and I do that. Like, so I do live shows here. I do some streaming shows. You know, there's one I have one that's uh, music from Scotland. And every time I do one, I get five to three, 13,000 people that watch it. Wow. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. It's like doing a concert, you know? Right. So, and I don't leave my house, but I, right. I do like leave my house. Not that I'm, yeah. I'm not, a, I like, I like playing live in front of people. You well, know what I, mean? I think, it, I think live is the best, best feeling you can get, you know, because you're seeing people's reactions. They're like, yes. You're like, yeah. Like, oh, you know, and you seem to cry, you know? Yeah. So I think it's the best thing mm -hmm. in the world, you know? Me, I don't like oh, being yeah. home at all. Home, being home for me, it sucks the most, you know? So I like getting out and, experiencing life you know right but the thing is like you know i mean like i mean look what you're doing you have a show it's cool you know what i mean you're talking to musicians and stuff like that i mean you can you can either i can either think about what's wrong in my life or i can think about what's right in my life you know what i mean yeah. it's like that there's a and so the thing is and there's a, there's a there's my my nephew sean He's a like a yoga instructor, and he has this story, and the, and he talks about two glasses, one half filled with milk and one half with water, mm -hmm. right? Now the water is the world and everything around it, and the milk is you, right? So the thing is, if I pour the water into the milk, you know, and I, it, it would just mix, right? And, right? and it affects the milk. Right. But say I work the milk, I churn it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I keep on churning it, which is working on me. Being, being, liking who I am, right? Yeah. And liking my world. And I keep on working it, right? And then it's cream. And then it turns into butter. Mm. What happens if I pour water onto butter? Does it get into the butter? No. Because I'm so strong in me. Oh. As to who I am. Man, that's powerful. <laughs> you know what, that's hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it, I, I, I watched a yogi said this thing. I was like, wow. That really resonated with me because if you're strong in yourself, like people are like, yeah, well, you're this. I go, yeah, I know. Anything else you want to tell me? I know who I am. You know what yeah. I mean? So I like myself. Yeah. I, you know, it, it took me a long time to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, I, you know, and, you know, not, not that I'm proud, but just, you know, I like who I'm going. I like what I'm doing. I like, you know, my music. I like, you know, talking to people. I like performing. You know what I mean? I got a great wife. We've been married, we'll be 43 years coming up in November. 
we've been through hell and back. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and we just, we figured out like, hey, we stick together. We'll just, no matter what, we'll just be good. Yeah. Now we got the greatest life, you know what I mean? Because like, I'm retired. My retirement's really good. We have a beautiful house with a pool, which I never thought I'd have. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. And um, so, oh, I've got a hair here. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right, come on. So, um, you know, and, and and the thing is, the reason why I, I, I got that, because I just, you know, I, di I did the right thing. I made good choices, you know what I mean, right. for the first time in my life. And, you know, and so, and then, and then the thing is, I don't let the world affect me. That's like, good. It's That's like, great. That's great. Like, my wife will, like, read something political, and she'll ah! go, like, stop. It does nothing for I your soul man <laughs> well yeah. the thing is i had this thing like this thing don't let don't let them rent space in your head you know what i mean that's that's but, key I mean, yeah i mean because it doesn't feel like he made me mad i go no no he didn't <laughs> you let yourself get mad right yeah. you know what i mean and, and like there's a thing one time there's a guy that's great it's a great thing so this guy he's this is this is just a story but a guy's going to come down, and God asks him, what do you want to learn th this life, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, I want to learn about forgiveness, and I want, to I want to be reliant. He goes, okay. He goes, okay, I'm going to make your dad a drunk and a felon. He's going to leave you when you're four, and you're not going to give him when you're 50. And the guy's like, whoa, That's... Like that, that sucks for my dad. And he goes, and he goes, no, no, your dad loves you, and you, he knows that you want to learn this lesson. So he's going to be this person in this life. So you learn it. And the thing is, so it's like on the plane of like where we are, you and me, like right today, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This guy might like, you know, a butthead, right? Like not a nice person. <laughs> right. But on the soul level, on that level, it might be he was put there for a reason because they love you. Mm. And, they, and you wanted to learn that lesson. And man, when I heard that, I was like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like. So like when you, when you're in the express lane at the supermarket and you got like a 95 year old woman counting change <laughs> to to pay for her 25 things <laughs> which is in the wrong aisle yeah yeah grandma I'm like you know I just go hey thanks for teaching me patience yeah you know what I mean? right I mean it's, yeah. I've just it just changed me you know yeah. and so like and the thing is and so if I think you know if I'm optimistic I'm thinking of the good parts of my life most of the time what happens is. The universe will bring that. So it's like, you know, it it brings what you think about. Think, thoughts are things. They're vibrations. They really are. People are like, oh, no, that, no, it's not. Right. You know people that, that are negative all the time? Oh, yeah. Like every time, every time you go to a restaurant, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the wrong thing. It ain't cooked right. It's I, cold. I, I, right? I, I actually work at a restaurant, so I know exactly what you're saying. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they're always like. They're it's, always, it's, yeah. You can't please No them. matter. Every time you go out with them, it's like something's not working. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, and you know, and you love them anyway, but it's like, dude, yeah. you got to change out, it, man. Yeah. It's like chill, man. Yeah, everything because yeah, yeah. because you because when you think that way, that's what you're telling. The universe provides what you want, right? But it's a two-edged sword. So if you're thinking about negative stuff all the time, it goes like, sure, that's what you're thinking about. Guess that's what you want. Right. Let me give it to you. Or I could think about positive stuff and good things, and, you know, and that's a, and that, and, I, and I think about that all the time. Oh, that's what you want? Okay, let's do that. So the thing is, so and that's what I am. I'm like, um, you know, my wife would tell you, I'm like, because we were, we were, I lost the business, I was bankrupt, and right. 
got a situation that we, we get some money. And so we want to get a, a mortgage. And she's like, we're not going to get a mortgage. We've, we haven't been bankrupt. It wasn't even a year ago. And I go, yeah, we are. We're going to build a house. Oh, it's not going to happen. I go, yeah, we are. And sure enough, you know, well, sure enough you, you see what I'm in. Yeah. I, I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. You know, so the thing is, you know, I'm a very, I'm an optimist, you know, and I think about the best of people. And, you know, and sometimes like I try to give people the, the benefit of the doubt. And I will say, you know, sometimes I've been, you know, my wife's good. She's pretty good with people, you know, like, you know, sussing them out. But I try to give them the, you know, the benefit of the doubt, like, you know, and treat them nice and see if they'll, you know, back. But like if they screw me or do something wrong, you know, it's like, okay, done. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I had to learn that. I, I had, this is, this is somewhere I was at like a long time ago, but I was like 20 years old and I was playing this, this guy, there's a pinball machine, right? Mm -hmm. And no one was around it. And so I'm going to go put my quarter in and this guy runs up, he goes, man, you just ruined my game. And he's like, yeah, so I'm going to ruin your game. And he put a quarter in like, I'm going, I was so infuriated. I wanted to smash this guy's head in mm -hmm. and like. 20 years later, I would think about, ah, the smash his head. Like, <laughs> the guy's probably dead. Like, <laughs> right. like, what am I doing? Like, uh, I'm spending all this energy and all right. this rage for nothing. Right. It's insane. So, like, so, you know, so I, you know, I learned, like, you know, when things like that, I just, you know, I let it go. I just don't let, and it's supposed to be in a paramedic. You can't yeah. freak out. Right. You have to be level-headed. Like, you know, when I first started, a guy told me this guy, and he's, when I, when I first started, he goes, Tim, the crazier the scene gets, you know, the more bodies, whatever, the, the calmer you get. Really? You know I mean? huh. Yeah, because you have to be the one in charge. Like yeah. I was a lieutenant, yeah. so I'm lieutenant. So and I'm the, and I'm the, and doing the medical. So I got to get everyone. You need you need to go here. You need to do this, do that. You know, I'm delegating. You know, getting things getting done quickly and right. You know, yeah. uh, um, so uh, no. so. Uh, I um, that's that's actually learned. That's a lesson for me in life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to be calm, you know, to be you know, and that's like the butter. I'm like you know, I'm strong in myself. So when the world does these things. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever. Now I'm not saying once in a while I get aggravated like somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, me like, yeah. Oh. It's like you know, you know you're. But I'm not gonna. Like, but I'm not gonna like cut them off and give them the finger. And no, it's just uh, no. It doesn't. It doesn't serve me. You know what serves me is being calm you know and being happy right so right. and that's and that's the situation i want to stay i want to stay happy so and i and i want to be in fulfilled and then you know so my and music does that with me too you know what i mean and i get to like you know write a song uh you know or you know or sing a song like i also do things i didn't um it's called songs of love and what they do is they have kids that have like debilitating diseases like cancer and other things and brain tumors and all kinds of stuff and what they do is they give you their um their name and all their favorite things their food and all that and i write a personal song for them mm. so and it's really and it's really cool and they kids love it you know it's <laughs> just like you know you write because i'm writing them their i'm writing them their hit single right you know yes. what i mean yes, so that's, you know, so, that's perfect and uh and so to me it's like that's a good karma thing for me you know what i mean so i do that they send me one you know, one or two a month so I've been doing that for a while, and 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 a selfish point of that, I learn a lot doing recording too. You know, mm -hmm. so it's always good for me because I'm doing you know recording and have to write a song about things that you know that are not just on the on my heart or something I'm doing now. I have to read something and write a song and make sense of it. You know, and uh, you know, and give some courses and make some that's up and happy that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, but it's it's cool. So I mean, 
I know, you know, just do good things. And, you know, and then, you know, just, you know, I've been talking, I, I've helped, you know, since in my addiction, I've helped so many people with their addiction. Right. You know what I mean? Which is because, great too. Yeah. But if I didn't go through it, I wouldn't be able to talk to them. So like, and I just, you know, I had a friend that just, you know, exactly. um, yeah. he exactly. relapsed and stuff. And I just had like, you know, half an hour talk with him and stuff. And I tell him, like, Hey, listen, I got a phone and it works 24 7 seven days a week oh, man. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah yeah so uh you know before you before you make that bad decision to drink just call me yeah i'm good i just, you know i that i that's what we do for each other you know we've all been there yeah. and people you know there's times when i wanted to do my drug and i said oh, i gotta call somebody man i really want to go out i go okay cool let's talk let's go have some coffee you know let's go some you know go to a meeting Somewhere, whatever. Yeah. yeah so um, but if I didn't go through that experience, how could I help them? Because they wouldn't listen to me. Because exactly. you don't know. Because you haven't been so. through, yeah. But you've been through. You've been through like everything you you know you you said over this fifty three minute talk, and I and I think it's wonderful that you can help people and they understand that you've been there too. You know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's good. So I mean, like you know, so I just I'm into that kind of mode of just you know do what I can to help people and do what I can to you know. Um, Help them in their craft of songwriting. Help them. I'm, in fact, after we're done this, I have a friend. I'm going to the studio. I'm going to put right. some acoustic guitar parts in his song, right. and uh, um, you know, and we help each other. It's it's cool. I mean, I don't know. I I just I'm in a really good space. You know right. what I mean? And I was you know I wasn't always here. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I had a I went through some stuff, but now I am, and it's just like wow. And then so um, yeah. it's funny. I have a. Um, I was gonna say, uh, I had a, uh, I guess you know, just situation. I mean, at, at this point in my life, you know what I mean. It's like I wish I was younger because I could enjoy so much of this. You know, what I right? Mean? Yeah. But, yeah. But you know, but I worked really hard for all what I got right now. You know what I mean? And I really appreciate it. You know, but at the same time, if I lost it all, I'd still be okay. Yeah. yeah. Except for my Taylor guitar. I'd be sad if I lost that. <laughs> oh man, Taylor guitars are great too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have an older one. It's like it's a cutaway EC uh, EC three three fourteen. Not the fanciest wood, but it just happened to but be that sound, day. Sound good then. It sounds great. Yeah. I mean, like I've had other tell like the Centini. Eh, it's not good. This every time I play, people go like, "Dude, this guitar sounds." I know. I just lucked out. <laughs> I just, was just, you know, it was, yeah. I think I, I think it was like, you know, I got it like it was a deal, but and I bought it new and I just, I played it. It was like, it has this rich sound. And mm. now that it's like 16, 17, eight years old, you know what I mean? It sounds really good. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it just, yeah, it's like, it's got some, yeah, it's really cool. I, it's older than that, I guess. I, how old is it now? It must be you know, 20 years old. So it's like the wood gets like a little bit, it's all worn out and you have to yeah. play the heck out of it. You know, yeah. my friend goes, I play that thing. You see it? You know, it goes like, it has scars. Yeah. Know, that's, yeah. Worn out guitars are the best sounding ever because I, I guess they've been through the, the ringer, as you would say, you know. Yeah. And the, well, the wood, the wood gets a little drier and yeah. it gets in more resonant and stuff like that, you know. But yeah. it's just, you know, the thing is, I feel like, well, you know, I put this guitar, it's like 20 grand. Well, that's fine. Doesn't mean it's going to be the best sounding. Yeah, I don't I mean? think I don't think people understand that money is not the best thing to do when you look for guitars because you look for sound and connection. You know, yeah, I mean, connection exactly, is yeah. very. I mean, you can't you can't buy a connection. You know, yeah, no, I mean, you I mean, can try. That, you can try, but it's you know just some days like that guitar yeah. was made at the perfect time. Yeah, 
You know, yeah. I mean, it's just like wow. It's just like sounds great. It just I, happens to be. And I think that you buy like like the twenty thousand get you know twenty thousand dollar guitar like it's, it's it's mainly for the brand name. You know, I mean. Yeah, no, I got a friend that's like, he's got, the same he's, thing. Yeah, he's got at least. I mean, like, I don't know how much money you make, dude, but you know, and he's an okay <laughs> guitar player. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he's got like these incredible, like expensive guitars. They're yeah. beautiful. Right. I will say beautiful, but. Um, the price isn't worth the yeah. I don't know. I yeah. You know, they don't sound like they don't sound like that kind of money that he spent. But right, they are yeah, beautiful, yeah. you know. And oh, he yeah. buys. There's this yeah. co- company that he gets them from. It's like you know, and he loves it. So hey, more power to you. You can afford it, and you love them, and you love playing them. You know, yeah. he's got them in this beautiful glass case. You know, I'm afraid to touch them. Like I right, yeah. make sure I have my no buckle <laughs> on. You know, like, on, yeah. scratch it because. Yeah. 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 Sometimes the, I'm gonna uh, play a soft pick, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, pick, right? sometimes oh, yeah. the least expensive guitar is the best thing ever for you, you know. So, oh, yeah. 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 I have a, board with this old. I've been at. I I was in when I was in that Texas thing. I thought I was gonna be there for a month. I said, "Oh man, there's no way I'm gonna be without a guitar for a month." Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I had this one I bring to Europe. It's a little tiny Yamaha. Things about this big, right? It fits under the seat of the airplane. Mm-hmm. It has it has a tuner in it. It has a vibe. It's electronic, you know, so I can play. I played in Germany in a show. Yeah. And people are like, is that your guitar? I go, yeah. Well, what? How do you play it? And I put plug in, they play it, and I go, what? That <laughs> sounds like a real guitar. Yeah. yeah. It is it's a all- real guitar. <laughs> it's just yeah. tiny. Right. So, yeah. But it's so cool. I'm like, and so, you know, I bring it everywhere, and then no one bothers with it. It's just like, yeah, you got, hey, that works. So, you know what I mean? And, um, and then if I wanted to, you know, and, and you know, since it's like small, it doesn't make, if I'm in the hotel room, it doesn't make a whole bunch of noise, you know, so I can, I can play it and just, when I'm writing, cause I'm always writing, you know, yeah. especially in Europe was fun, you know, cause the food in Europe, uh, have you been to Europe ever? I have not. I always want to go. Yeah. You will. Yeah. You will. <laughs> Thank you. Just say, I'm going to go. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, th- people think it's super expensive and it really isn't. You know, what, what we did is we stayed out like, like we want to see a major city like Venice, right? We stayed outside the city, you know, and the, the hotel was 50. It was clean. It was old school, but it was fifty dollars a night, right? You know, and the and they and they had a uh, uh, um, a trolley thing that for two dollars and sixty cents round trip, you know, right? And it was like ten steps from the hotel door. Really, and you're in, and then you wow. go to Venice, yeah, and you right. stay there, you know, had a little meal, and then drives you back, yeah. you know, and so I mean, and you can, you know, if you if you know what you're doing, you know, you don't, ha- you know. The, the markets here are so delicious. Like one time we were like in France and we woke up and it was a farmer's market and it was right across the street was the, 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 the farmer. I mean, like literally like, you know, 30 feet away. Right. So we got out, we wake up and fresh French bread. This is what breakfast was. There was a dairy thing there. The guy made creme brulee. It was like the most delicious thing ever, you know, <laughs> right? And fresh picked strawberries from the farm. That was our breakfast. It's like, dude, this is, this is the most delicious ever. breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! And, and French bread is like, oh man. Yeah, my dad just, went to you know, my dad was different. You know? My dad is a is a retired colonel, and he was he was um, stationed to Italy. You know, somewhere and he's like the bread dude. Oh. You can't imagine. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> how good it is. I can't. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they know how to well, be I mean, bread. I mean, so we it's, don't, not, it's not. You know. 
Well, the thing is, all non-GMO stuff, and it's yeah. all fresh. You know, yeah. their thing is like we we buy stuff and freeze it. They don't do that. Right. They go yeah. like, hey, you know, I pick up bread at the bakery, and so I bring in some vegetables and some meat, at the, and they so it's always like fresh. That's it. That's their their refrigerators are tiny, right? A little, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's a little different. Their thing is they're like, I don't need the big house. I just need like a place, no. right? But they do stuff. They always travel. My friends in Scotland, yeah, I went down to Barcelona. You know, we're going over to Ireland next, you know, next week. They're always doing stuff, you know. Right. And Ryanair, this is great. There's an air, this thing called Ryanair. I should get a pay for this. Ryanair. But, but we went. I had those two shows in Scotland. We were in Belgium. So from me and my wife, for both of us, right, for both of us to go over and back, right, and round trip it was ninety nine dollars. Really? That's it. Belgium to Scotland, ninety nine bucks. That's amazing. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> you know, like people go like, I mean, we went to Marrakesh from uh, from Madrid. It was thirty four dollars one way. So it was like seventy. I mean, you know, we're traveling like different country. I mean, thirty four dollars. I mean, you can't even take a train ride here in the United States for bucks. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, it's really it's really fun to go over there. You can really if you know you know if you ever go over, you call me first and I'll give you some yeah. tips. Actually, you, know you, I mean? you can come with fun. me. Yeah. But, We'll go together. How about that? I mean, the thing is, like, you did. Yeah, there you go. They had, um, I mean, like, you go to Rome. Listen, there's a, in Rome near the Colosseum. There's a thing called a Forum, and it has their old temples and stuff. There's a door there, right? This door was built 400 years before Jesus was born. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's like 2,400 years old, and the locking mechanism still works. Like, I could put the key in, and it works. It's twenty four hundred years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's like <laughs> aqueduct. I mean, it's like, my mind, oh my, right? yeah. how they do it, right? You know, in Trier, it's like there's a bridge that the Romans built, and they still use it. Yeah. It's two thousand years old. Yeah, it's like what? You know, so oh, but no, it's a school. So, I, I but you know, mean. I said I love my country. I love our country. Oh yeah, yeah. I really do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love and well, and most people are good. And I'm and everything that I. have that I've met, you know, most of the people are uh, nice and good-hearted yeah. and do the right thing kind of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have to remember that. And then, and then remember, and then why we're here. And then it's like whatever is good for the people, let's do that. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's not like give them everything they want because that's not always good for every one of the people. But you have to give them like you know a chance because that's the whole American dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when the Irish first came over here, don't hire the Irish. We don't want them. <laughs> So what the Irish did, they did all the, the low jobs that no one else wanted to do, right? right yeah. Italians came over, don't don't hire, don't hire the Italians. We don't want Italians over here. What the Italians do? They did the low job, and then the kids educated, and then, you know, it's like that. Mm-hmm. It's all the same thing. We're all immigrants, unless you're American Indian. Yeah, right. You know? yeah, and that's we, a good thing. Them, and that's a good thing, too. And the other, the other thing is a good thing is, like, when you go over there, um, that's your history. I mean, we have history here, yeah. but that's like your real history, right? You know, I don't know what. Do you ever do you ever do a genetics thing, like you know, the my ge- genealogy? Where, where you're from? My sister did, and well, I got to find, and I got to find out more from her. But she told me what we are a long time ago. I don't remember it now, but I need to reach back out to her and see what we really are. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, if your sister is, it's it's same as you. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I need to. Yeah, that's why I need to contact her. And re- yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, but it's cool though. It's like all of a sudden, like you go over, there, you see these castles and stuff. They're like. You know, like thousand years old, and you know, and, and these in these cathedrals. There's one in yeah. um, Cordoba, Spain. It was a mosque, and they put a cathedral in. So it's a mosque and a cathedral together. 
just see this thing. It's incredible. It's like, oh my God, it's just the biggest, most beautiful thing you ever saw in your life. And it's like, and it's funny because back then, a thousand, when the year 1000, the Christians, the Muslims, and the Jews all lived together. And it wasn't about like, yeah, you have your religion, you have yours, that's good, all good. You know, no one's fighting. It was all about like medicine and knowledge and creating. And, you know, it was like this whole blend. It was like beautiful. But then, you know, as things go, you know, egos get in there and then, you know, yeah. things get messed up. Yeah, that's true. But it was, it's cool. But they've got a great history. And, um, you know, and and you see that stuff. And that, I don't know. It's just it's just good to see where you come from. It's like, you know, go yeah. to Ireland. Yeah. Nicest people ever. Yeah. Nicest, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, and so friendly and nice, you know, stuff like that. And. So, I mean, and I, and I think, too, like, people go, like, well, the French don't like Americans. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, they do. do. Just don't be a don't be a butthead. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like the nicest. No one. <laughs> I've never anybody has been mean. I mean, because I respect their culture. I respect right. their country. You know what I mean? And, you know, just, you know, learn, you know, a please and thank you, you know, hello, and a few little things, you know, in their language. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, don't be loud. You know, don't be an idiot. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you wouldn't be that. But, no. you know, but it's just like, but, you know. <laughs> I've seen some people like, oh man, you're not doing, you're not doing any, you're not doing any favors for the Americans right here, you know, because they're just, they were just being loud and obnoxious, and I'm like, oh geez, here we go. But, you know, but I've had like things that you know were uh, nice things that people did for us, you know, in every country, and so, and that's because we always respected their culture, yeah. you know what I mean, and that kind of stuff, and uh, and just. I love it. You know, I, I love it over there. We're going to go. We didn't go this year because we're doing a lot of projects in the house. We right. Yeah. We were there for 10, 10 weeks last year. That was a long time. That, that was way that, fun. That, that's a good time. <laughs> oh, my God. We got a car. car drove <laughs> very, everywhere. Very, very good yeah. time. Yeah. I, I, I have the feeling like you almost did not want to come back here. You know, you just wanted to <laughs> stay there, and, but you can. I mean, there's no yeah, law well, I mean, you can't, we, you know. We love, you know, um, we loved it over there. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and it's fun travel. Just just to see things, like you know, it's like just you know the things that you see. There's you know just different. I mean, I mean, if you, if you like bratwurst, okay, in Germany, right? The right. bratwurst is about this big. Yes, huge. And the bun, <laughs> and the bun is this big. All right. It's just a holder. Yeah. It just it's not not to be interfered, not to interfere with the bratwurst. Right. So when you're hungry and you're like, oh, and there's that bratwurst grilling on the grill. Ah! so good you know it's like oh my god so delicious you know and we, we were in dresden and stuff and it was a fair and it was like the first time because after covid it's a big fair and they had and they had a band there and they sound like they were new orleans like you know that kind of stuff and uh guys they got this guy singer in the band had sort of sound like dr john it was so cool and the food there was like delicious and uh man but the broth was so good i was just super hungry i, I never forget it it was so good i was like that was the best bratwurst i ever had so yeah. Well, it's, you know, but all good. You know. So we do so, have, oh. whatever. So yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. Oh, okay. This this is your show. I'm just. <laughs> hey, man, you're 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 great right now. So I love you to death right now. But uh, but we do have one more <laughs> one more um, question for you because I know you have to go. I know we're we're sort of pressed for time. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So this might be the hardest question I've asked today. Um, but I, but I know you can do it. Okay. Okay. So, is there a band, artist, or song that you can listen to right now, but you can't tell me or your wife mm -hmm. or anybody else how it makes you feel inside? It's so ingrained in your soul. Yeah, I tell you exactly what's it. Um, the um, there's a song by Peter Gabriel. Don't give up. 
mm-hmm. and Kate Bush sang it with him. Yeah. And uh, during my, during my addiction, um, during my my recovery, that song really meant so much to me. Mm. You know, because yeah. I don't give up. You know. Yeah. You have you know, that. Uh, that, that if I think about it, it can make me cry. And yeah. So it's like, oh. but that was a song that really touched me, and you know, stuff like that. I mean, uh, Peter Gabriel is one of my favorites. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. I don't know if you ever see it. If you go to YouTube, put Peter Gabriel Heroes. And he does a thing with an orchestra. Okay. It is so beautiful. I love Peter. Yeah, I love it's Peter. Beautiful, you know, but yeah, it's good. Cool. He does the David Bowie song. It's really cool. But um, no, I was gonna say, yeah, uh, that song, um. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, it Delphia. means for my soul, yeah. you know. And it's because it was like I was in that situation. I just didn't want to give up. My wife didn't want to give up on me, and I don't want to give up on me either. And my uh, kids didn't. I don't want to give up on my kids, yeah. you know. So it was like you know we were, and uh, so um, you know, and I made some bad choices back then, you know, doing drugs. So, um, but then I and that was my recovery song. So when I hear that one, it just reminds me of like. You know, and then and now I look where I'm at now. I'm like, yeah, wow. right. And like, how many it's, people you're, you're helping because of that? You know, I mean, exactly. you're helping, and, you know, and just and, yeah. and 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 making good choices. You know, it's just like it comes. You know, it comes down to it. You know, it's addiction is is evil. Okay, you yes. think like, oh, you want to be an addict? Oh yeah. You know what I want to do? I want to ruin my life. I want to ruin my health. I want to ruin my job. I want to ruin my relationship. I want to go broke. I want to. <laughs> kill myself you know i mean i i want to i want to almost be probably shot or arrested you know yeah that's because that's what i really wanted to plan on doing when i became an addict no yeah. that's not what it is you know what i mean so and it, it is the disease you know what i mean like anything else and um but the thing is but it comes down to like you know like i tell uh, what i tell these guys like this i go listen if i said you had cancer and you're going to die in three months but you can go to a place for an hour a day right mm. a meeting right an yeah. hour a day and your cancer would stop and you'd live would you go well yeah well addiction will kill you okay yeah. so can you go to a meeting an hour a day because i know you can find out of 24 hours you can find because there, there's always there, there's always meetings you know there's 24 yeah. hour yeah. club and stuff you can find a place okay so go <laughs> and do it and, yeah. and then you'll live so i mean that's and that's what it comes down to you know i mean that's you know and what you know and then yeah, and then all you know there's a, the the meaning is just part of it there's a whole that whole 12 step program is a thing of like really just getting real with yourself yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and then be able to, and then learn how to forgive people that wronged you and that kind of stuff so they don't yeah. do it every to you every day and you know and then and then you make an amends and get rid of the guilt and get rid of the shame and all that kind of stuff and then start living again you know what i mean yeah. i tell those i say do you want to give up one thing for everything or do you want to give up everything for one thing? Right. And that, yeah, and that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And, and so that's it. And that, you know, so it's a strong phrase and I, I use it a lot, you know, seeing so, but good. But yeah, this is, this has been great, man. I think we've had fun, right? We've had, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a talker. I'm Irish Catholic. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey man, oh, this is ten- great. This is great so far. Um, but going, going back on, um, on, on how music saves you, imagine how much your music is saving somebody else. Ah, because your yeah, music is world, worldwide, and that's not you know. I mean, so mm-hmm. you're doing great things, and yeah, and I, yeah, and I, mean, I know like, you know that it's helping people get through whatever problems they have to. You know, sure. So, yeah, I mean, I mean that 
there's songs like there's this, that hold on song. People, every time I play it, like somebody comes to yeah. help somebody need, needs to hear that song, Tim. You know right. what I mean? Right. You know stuff like that. Um, you know, lucky to find love again. I have a lot of friends that you know they're older and trying to find a relationship and it's having they're having a hard time. Mm. You know, and I and I wrote this song. It's called Lucky to Find Love Again, and it's just about you know that situation and they resonate, man. People, wow, I love that song. It's a hit song. Blah, blah. Like, okay, I got to record it sometime. That yeah, <laughs> I've been recording everyone else's stuff and. You know, I just put out a new single. I'll send it to you after we're done. Yeah. But um, that's another uh, question I have for you. Um, um, are are we coming out with a with with a full blown album, or are you just going to do singles? Because because many bands are going what? the single ground instead of making real real albums. Do you are like? I mean, yeah, I like, think what you're. I think the thing with um, like no one's really buying CDs anymore, right? You yeah, know what I mean, it's yeah. pretty much so. It's streaming. So the thing is. I can do an album, you know what I mean, with yeah. a lot of songs on it, you know what I mean? But the, th the best thing to do is just do a single, like put one out every six, seven weeks, or, you know, six to eight weeks. Yeah. Put a new single out, new single out, new single out, you know what I mean? Right. And just to, and just keep on doing it, you know what I mean? People And then people get it. So, and then the thing is, because, because the, what do you, now, I do have CDs, and I go to these house concerts, because people a lot of times just want to have something, something to take that home. they were at yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah. And and you signed it and that kind of stuff. Right. So you know that kind of and that that's something else. But that's a whole different ball game. Right. But most of the time, I just you know I was thinking of put like I mean I have enough songs. I mean I could put an EP together like tomorrow. Right. Know, just like you know boom. Yeah, because yeah, um, on but, on Apple Music, I I saw you you have some EPs and a lot of singles, but no uh, right, but no full album yet. Right. Yeah. 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 And I and I could you know I could do it, but I I don't know if it's actually. Smart to do that now. Yeah, because you know I mean? because to be honest, like like you you bring home your 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 full CD, right? A lot of people mm -hmm. listen to two or three songs. That's it, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and and you know, like when you get yeah. So I mean, you know, it used to be um, album markets back in the day. Yeah. Well, before it was it was singles. Remember, like forty five singles, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. the big hole, and like, and then it got into albums, like in the seventies, and you know that. But then it like then then it got like. It got a little bit. Um, it's turned. It's turned back to singles. That kind of stuff. Right. You know I mean? yeah. But listen, I really have to sort of go. Where I'm going. Oh to yeah, be yeah. This, this okay? is it, this is it. Yeah. So everybody go to thetimmergiri dot com and everything is there with you. And sure. I'll, and, I'll and let's, let, can I tell you something too? Yes. Go to timmergiri dot com and send me a message, and then I'll you know and like you know an email, and I'll send you like a CD. I'll send you an MP three nice. of a song. Okay. 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 Perfect. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much right. for coming on. Okay. Hey, thanks so much, man. Yes, sir. All right. Fun today. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.